1: You've always run away from a fight. Have not. You have so. Have not. You have so. Have not. You have so, and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 84 of the Who Would Win Cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. ruh
0: this is Chris. ruh indeed. How are you? I'm well, Steve. How are you?
1: I'm good. Anything, uh new and exciting
0: not really it's only been like a week since we recorded our last episode i know so. this is this feels weird i like it though because we <laughs> haven't done this in a long time
1: but we're back we, we we wanted to do our best to come back to do a little halloween episode for halloween. Everybody.
0: halloween's like my favorite holiday you think so yeah yeah Wh- so. why is that i don't know i just like it i always liked it is it the candy is it just like the mm-hmm. atmosphere I mean, around it? it it maybe used to be the candy but now it's like general atmosphere like i like halloween movies a lot i like Scary stuff and funny scary stuff. Do you deck out your house completely uh, for Halloween or like what's I like wish. Halloween no, tradition? I hardly did anything this year because yeah. I've just been busy. Right. I wish I could. Like I have all this stuff. Like I have like black lights. I bought these candles that when you light them, like uh they're like white candles, but when you light them, the wax is red, so it looks like they're bleeding. Oh, that's cool. I know. I got um, I got like this thing you can put in a bowl and it makes it all foggy, like smoky. Okay. Is it like a is that like a candy dish kind of thing or Yeah, so you could put it in any dish with water in it okay. and it'll just make smoke. Uh I, at one point last year I was trying to build like a fireplace so I could make it look like there was a fire in it. I never finished that. <laughs> it would be a fake fire, like one of those ones you see with like the like streamers and like red lights or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Never finished that. So basically there's like almost no Halloween decorations at my house. I made these um like wood cutouts. I got patterns and cut out like a ghost and a bat. I painted them. Did you ever go? Out, did you just paint them? Did you ever put them out or anything? Well, every or? I have for the last couple of years, but this year I didn't even. You still got some days. You're right. I still could.
1: I Growing up, my parents we were we were not allowed to put up the Halloween decorations until Halloween,
0: the day of Halloween. Like, it was like
1: the day of Halloween, or like the day before Halloween. So it was like a one day thing for you. It was it was kind of like, yeah. It was it was kind of weird because I always thought like Christmas. You know, you have the lights out for at least like three weeks, four weeks. But Halloween, we always just had it up just for for one day. And at that time abc family did 13 days of halloween now they bumped up to 31 now it's
0: 31 and it's not an abc family anymore free form that's right you can celebrate halloween all october now
1: i know i mean some people like that's their favorite thing about september being over or about summer being over like some people start celebrating halloween like the 23rd of uh, september like the moment fall starts
0: yep and then as soon as halloween's over thanksgiving mode i don't sk- know if that's s- true can't skip holidays uh, no you can't skip
1: holidays but i don't know i think a lot more people say once halloween's over it's christmas time well, that, I am not one of those people.
0: Well, that's but, why I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to support your I no holiday skipping. I appreciate you uh, you
1: support me in, in in that battle. It's an uphill fight. A lot of people uh, resisting against me, but I'm doing the best I can. Now I've been I've been looking uh, a lot of the Halloween decorations this year. I feel like are really, really intricate. Like like some of the ones I've seen. Like uh, I saw a Michael Myers at um, a Spirit Halloween. Uh, it's like a life size one. Some of the things that they have I've at Home that. Depot and Lowe's are just so
0: in depth. Like I've seen uh see like that giant big in, werewolf. See a big dragon. There's a big inflatable dragon someone sells. No, I haven't seen that one. I'm uh <clears throat> we kind of have a no inflatables rule in our house for yard decorations.
1: Yeah. Are you okay with Some that? Some people rule?
0: think they could be seen as tacky decorations. I don't know.
1: I think that they're tacky. The only there's only one type of inflatables that I like. Pool toys.
0: <laughs> no.
1: The uh the inflatable football players.
0: Oh, okay. You like those.
1: I like them. Because growing up, we live in uh, Eagles territory down here. And you're an Eagles fan. Fans of the show know that I'm a Giants fan. And um growing up, our neighbor across the street was Eagles fans. So they would always have an inflatable Eagles guy facing our house. So when the Giants would play, we would have a Giants inflatable guy facing their house. So when people would drive by, they'd always honk and wave at the other house, not at my family's <laughs> house. <laughs> but that was always a fun tradition. And I thought it looked fine. Because it was only up like once a week. If that, you know, it wasn't up all the time. But that's her little spiel on uh, lawn decorations. So we hope everyone enjoys a um, their Halloween coming up. Whatever you do, if you're watching scary movies, handing out candy, going to, um, if you're going trick or treating, never know. If you live in another country that doesn't have Halloween, let us know what you do. Or if you think that Halloween is ridiculous. Because the, the idea of Halloween is kind of interesting. Like you just dress up. And you go to houses asking for candy. Yeah. It's kind of like a weird premise, I feel. Like, if you were to explain that to, you know, another culture, gotcha. they, might, they might be like, that's kind of weird, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. But I feel like it's spreading a lot now. It's fine. fun I mean, like, fun probably except, like, in Africa. Like, no one probably does that down there. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, I have some poll results here. And uh, they're, not, they're not looking good. I think it's because we've been away for so long. People forget that we do Twitter poll results. But um, last week, if uh, you remember, we did Who Would Win Defending a Cruise Ship? We had Speeds 2, Annie and Alex from the film uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control. And then we had, on the other side, Tom Hanks' uh, Captain Phillips from the film Captain Phillips. And the results are um should i wait until you can cast your vote real quick no
0: i i it's gonna take me too long long. okay (laughs) so as of now the poll
1: is still open um it is captain phillips with 100 percent of the vote annie and alex with zero percent of the vote but not that many votes i've
0: heard stories of rigged twitter voting polls oh really people vote people's votes are switching oh wow I heard that you're also, in addition to uh, being part of the poll, you're running the poll. <laughs> I'm running the poll. You refuse to step down. This is true. That is I, that is my. I was elected to uh,
1: to serve as the poll uh, coordinator, and I'm also running it. So I'm part I, of it. I too. just I
0: I feel like that just, just sends the wrong message. So I don't know. I don't know if those votes can be trusted. Yeah, I'm, but everybody who wants to
1: vote, I'm letting them vote. I'm not stopping anybody from. Are voting. you?
0: Are you? I mean, I'm not sure of that.
1: No, I'm letting everybody vote. I'm not letting, like, 53,000 people, like, not be able to vote. That would just be so ridiculous. Topical conversation. <laughs> all right, so that's all we have uh, with the previous episode. Um, ready to get started for this one? Anything you want to add?
0: Well, I I don't. I, this is unrelated to the podcast, but I for some reason I can't log into my Twitter right now, so I don't know what to deal with that. <laughs> I thought I knew my password. It's I got a new problem. phone, so I had to re-log in. Um, I haven't done that yet.
1: It's not my fault.
0: Is it? it, it might, I'm not it, sure. It might be. I contacted did you, Twitter. Did, did you purge my Twitter account?
1: No, I would never do such a thing. All right. So please remember if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today?
0: We've got a Halloween-themed episode for Halloween. That's right. We have two mm, two gangs. Yes, there are two gangs. I was going to call them Halloween gangs, but that doesn't make any sense. They, <laughs> the Bloods and the, the Crips, <laughs> they're not Halloween gangs either. You know, I'm that, just right? saying gangs. Okay, like blood, you know, like okay. death. That's yeah. So, um, are there real Halloween gangs out there? No, that's what I mean. It's like the it's skulls a, and not bones or something. It's not a thing. Uh-huh. These are two gangs that have Halloween-related things to them. Yeah, I'd say like like supernatural. Sure, thank you. Yeah. So my Halloween gang is the stranger things kids great kids very great kids right all good kids
1: and i am picking um the scooby-doo gang and so this was a fan suggestion right this was also from a fan of the show paul dewey who also suggested last week's episode great episode suggestion absolutely i um I, i told everybody last week hey let us know your thoughts and he was the only one who emailed us and said this is my idea so we
0: said hey we got nothing else it was a great idea it's a great idea Although we might change it a little bit because I think he he just uh, I think it was I think it was just in a fight yeah so I feel tell me if you disagree okay in a straight up fight Stranger Things kids have an unfair advantage because Eleven can just pop your brains well I would say
1: yes like there's really not
0: if Eleven wants to kill you yes there's
1: nothing you can do correct correct she she murdered all those people in that hallway at the school yes or was it in the facility i forget where it was, uh, it was i mean she whatever it was both. she blew it up, was like, at the
0: school when she killed like the whole army of people yeah 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 yes.
1: yeah so in a, in, a, in a 1v1 gang battle 11 has that advantage now also that's only just one person of the whole right stranger things that's crew. all that's all they would need so but it but if somehow the scooby-doo gang
0: were able to incapacitate 11. So, okay, so say you take 11 out of it. Then I think it's still an unfair fight because then it's just like five adults beating up four kids. See, I disagree with that. The Scooby-Doo <laughs> kids are not adults. They're they're pretty much adults.
1: Uh, so I've been doing some research. They can drive a car they old enough to drive. So I've been doing some research, and um, the ages from what I've been able to find of the Scooby-Doo gang, and you can, you can double-check my sources here, are uh, Shaggy and Fred at 17... So they're not legally adults. Daphne at 16, Velma at 15 and Scooby's at seven. So Uh, the only person, the the only person who we really ever see driving the mystery machine is Fred because it is his. So that makes sense as to why he's the only one usually driving it and he's old enough to drive, but Daphne, depending on what state they're in, which I really tried hard to find research (laughs) on that and I couldn't find anything, but Daphne doesn't drive it and neither does Velma.
0: So. That is insane. Have you ever seen the live-action Scooby Doo movies <laughs> with the adults? They are all played by <laughs> full-grown adults. Full-grown adults. Yes. Very misleading. They're
1: they're very yes. Because at first when this was suggested, I was like, they're adults. Because and then exactly what you said. So when I was doing my research and I was reading about the Scooby Doo
0: crew, they all refer to them as kids.
1: And I'm like, what are you talking about, kids? And then I googled. Well, I'm that's like, just cause at the end. Their...
0: The bag always says, I would have gotten away for it if it wasn't for they... you meddling kids. Exactly.
1: So I Googled their ages, and that was the first thing that popped up, and that I'm like, alright, is... oh, wow.
0: Mind-blowing to yeah, me. There you go. So... Why are they, why is Velma, if Velma's 15, why is she hanging out with those guys?
1: So that's like a freshman hanging out with like a junior or senior. Or it could be a sophomore hanging out with a
0: junior or senior. So it's really not that big of a, of a gap, really. Okay, I kind of wonder how they got together like that, though. Like, what I mean, they're all, they all—they
1: all go to the same school. Depending on which incarnation you refer to, and we'll get into that, uh, they all go to the same school. But um, yeah, so it's really not at that point. There's not going to be uh, any
0: adult, full adult charged crime if they're beating up each other. That's what you're worried about—the crime charge for when you eventually murder a bunch if, if, of. Kids. If I had to,
1: if I had to fight them, you know, you'd have like a 25 year old beating up a you know 14 year old. But how old are the Stranger Things kids? Like in well, the first season, they're like, oh, they're no, they're in, they're in middle school in the first. I think season. they're in middle school, and I think in the second season they are too. So they're probably they're probably at least like 13. Yeah, they're like early teens, 12, 13. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's a,
0: I mean, we could go into so, a little uh, more about right, maybe what it we, would be like. Maybe to, they could fight. I mean, well, I mean, 11 right. still going to blow up all your brains, but.
1: All right. Well, why don't we do what we, how we were going to pitch it a little bit and then we could bring it back to a, a, a 1v1 gang all fight. Right. So like Chris mentioned, we wanted to, to twist this a little bit and we wanted to do who would win solving a crime. We're solving some kind of a, uh, I don't want to say crime. A mystery. But a, crime, a mystery. Um, that's a good way to say it. Solving a mystery. Because both of these gangs, should we keep calling them gangs? Why not? Alright. Both of these gangs. <laughs> Halloween gangs. Halloween gangs. They are groups. groups. And they have the, what, do they have a group name? Uh. The Stranger Things kids? I'm thinking of the losers, but that's from, uh, it.
0: I don't remember if they named themselves anything.
1: Because in Scooby-Doo, in one of the seasons of one of the incarnations of it, they're called Mystery Incorporated. That's what their their group is called, or Mystery Inc. So I don't think they – I mean, you can call them like the Dungeons and Dragons kids, I guess. I
0: don't
1: know. So uh, anywho, so we're going to do who would win in solving some kind of a mystery because both of these groups have had – Mystery experience. Mystery-solving exp- experiences, exactly. So do you want to do a little bit of background on Stranger I Things?
0: sure would. Go for it. Stranger Things, uh, two seasons so far, Netflix's original series. Loved by all? Um, pretty much. I mean, everybody loves this no, show. No, I'm sure there's some crazy people who think it's like the devil's TV. Like, or they think it's real. Like people who don't like Harry Potter probably don't like Stranger Things. Or are there are people who've been like, I've been telling you about this. Or, I told
1: you there was an upside down and a Demogorgon. You yeah. never believed me.
0: Well, I've never... I, you think there's people who watch it as like a documentary?
1: I think there, I I guarantee there are probably some people out there who've been like, I always knew there was an upside down or something like that. That's
0: scary, but I guess it's possible. Yeah. So anyway, um, created by the Duffer brothers. Um, There's some some good story about them shopping the idea around and finally getting Netflix to take it. And it was a great move because it was very successful. Yeah. So uh, first season centers around the disappearance of Will Byers, one of the gang. Little Will. One of the kids. Uh, Turns out he, uh, he got stuck in the upside down which is kind of like a parallel universe. It's just like a parallel universe. Basically they even they even describe it in the in the season. They do like what every movie or TV show does that has a parallel universe. They draw a line on a piece of paper. Oh yeah. And they, then they, like, like put fold a, they the they paper. They fold it and put a hole through it. Yep. Yeah. And, to talk about a parallel dimension, yep. yeah. And that's what we're dealing with here. Exactly. So the whole season they're kind of solving the mystery of what happened to Will. So the Will's friends are solving the mystery. For the most part. Uh, so this is kind... I was actually looking for, like, specific examples of their mystery-solving prowess. Uh-huh. And, like, sure, they they do some things, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of the mystery stuff's Hopper. Hot, yeah, Hopper does pretty much everything. The kids are basically just hiding Eleven. So it's... I mean, one thing about the show that I think is interesting is they kind of do treat them like kids. We're like... Sometimes they want to, like, go do something, and their parents were like, no, be Yeah, can. right, exactly. <laughs> In season two, they wanted to go out and help, and uh, Steve, the... Oh, babysitterish character I of the show, Steve. not really a babysitter, but he was like, "It's too dangerous. You guys can't leave." Right? They were going to try to like be a diversion or something. So like, there's some cool mystery elements in season one because at one point they find Will's body. At, because, oh, and that's right Because, because there's a, um, basically the there's this shady research lab that
1: it's run by the Department of Energy, I think.
0: That's what they say, but right, that's I don't what know. they say it is. Yeah, but it's really like a military. They basically like opened a portal to this alternate dimension and like right. let this monster through. Yeah. So they produce a fake body of his, and, and they show and it
1: to his mom. His mom sees and, it,
0: and she says it's not him. But right. she's also they kind of portray her as kind of crazy, and so she's not necessarily I don't think she's reliable. That way. I
1: think it's just the actor playing the character.
0: Well, I mean, they make it so so like just the fact that her saying that's not him, people aren't like, oh, she says it's not him. They're more like she's just crazy. Well, I'm just trying to make she's a like joke destroying. that Rowan writer
1: is not acting. Gotcha.
0: Oh, because she does a great job. Yes. But then Hopper goes in and he and he actually figures out like, wait, this is He like is, cuts the body open. This really isn't him. Right. And he then pulls he, out the, the, the he, stuffing and he then... interrogates the cop who supposedly found the body and yeah. admits that he lied. Right. They get the security footage from, uh, the, the lab, Hawkins lab, and he realizes it's, it's fake. Mm-hmm. So like all the kind of like mystery solving stuff. stuff, like he's kind of doing it, but the kids are like tangentially involved, like, they're like making they figure out that Hawkins is involved and that they're like getting um that Hawkins is coming after them. Yeah. They they're like they're coordinating their like walkie talkies at one point Lucas is just like, Oh, they're coming, they gotta run away. Yeah. Um I mean there's like a little bit more examples in season two because they're trying to like so do you remember in se- so Season one is about, like, Will's missing. He's in the other, alternate dimension. Got to save him. And they find him. And they do find him. Yeah. But it turns out in season two, he still has some kind of connection to the Upside Down. Right. And there's kind of a monster from the Upside Down who's controlling him at one point. Right. And this monster is trying to get through to the the real world. The, yeah. You know, our world to, I don't know, take over. Oh, cause yeah, havoc. Havoc, yeah. And uh, so the season two is kind of about fighting that. And... Um, they're trying to figure out like what's going on. Cause the, the mystery set up in the beginning is like this whole pumpkin patch is dead and it's all black oh, and it's rotted right. yeah. away. Right. But Hopper's there to solve that mystery. Like yep. the kids aren't, aren't directly in it, but the kids are doing things like working with will when he's like half possessed to figure out that he's drawing maps and he's actually drawing a map of the tunnels. And I think right. the kids figure that out together with, with, with Hopper, with Hopper and, and uh, Winona Rogers character. Yeah, I
1: mean, they also help, um, Well, this is also help with the, uh, the, I, the, the tech teacher, I forget what the the video teacher, but they help, um, 11 get to the upside down doing that pool thing. So,
0: oh, in season one, they make the, the sensory deprivation. Yes. Yes. So they're like, they're definitely like creative problem solving kids, but they are relying on adults. Yeah. And they're, I mean, which is fine. I would say they're very creative. They're, they're into dungeons and dragons. It's Uh kind of a part of the plot. Yep. Um, they usually name the monsters they're fighting after Dungeons and Dragons mon- characters. Demogorgon, Demodog. And then the Mind Flyer in season two is what they named That's the spider, big spider, one, right? big spider yeah. guy. Um, so there was something else they figured out in season two that I lost my uh, train of thought. So they, they did the, the pictures. Oh, um, when Will, they're trying to communicate with Will, who they realize at this point is fully possessed. Yeah. And he taps Morse code. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what character figures it out, but it... Do you happen to recall? I don't remember. I don't remember if it's Hopper year, again yeah. or one of the kids. I would guess it was Hopper. It'd be Hopper. It might have been. Yeah. Um Will does suggest um what's the word? Like uh knocking out, like uh knocking out Will. Basically like um injecting him with like something to so that the monster basically doesn't know where they are because the oh, monster right. like knows what they're doing through Will. <coughs> so they 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 knock him out, um, anesthetize. I don't know what they give him. And then that's when they take him somewhere and, like, lock him up, and they're trying to talk to him, and Demons doesn't know where he is. And then Will's able to, like, come through and tap the Morse code. Yep. Do you remember what he says? No. He says, close door, I think. Close door or close portal? I think uh, he says close door. Close the, the portal, the, There's a door. O- for, the portal is open in Hawkins' lab. Right. So that's kind of the culmination of season two. So, like, yeah. they're doing, you know, mystery-related things. Yes. But they're not but like they're not, they're they're not like cracking the, the case wide open, and it's because they're you know they're they're kids. So are mine, guys. Yeah, your guys are older though. At least they can drive. A couple years.
1: Only only two of them, I guess, depending <laughs> on what state you're in, can drive. <laughs> All right. So a little bit about um, my group here. So I have the Scooby-Doo gang from the 1969 50th anniversary next year. I'm I'm curious if they're going to do something to celebrate another live-action movie. Hopefully, that's that's what they can do. Same exact um, actors. <laughs> so the 1969 uh, television series, um, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Now, this is something I noticed, which kind of bothered me. Did you know that Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? is uh, ends with an exclamation point and not a question mark? Um, so they're not asking a question. I guess I never thought about it like right. that. It's not like, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? It's Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Like, I don't... I don't but it should still be a question, right? Because right where are you? How can is you it?
0: say that and not be asking a question? That's what I'm saying. I'm so unless where is a location, and they're saying that's where he is. Where like. are
1: you? <laughs> that's like saying, um, you know, Washington D.C. Are you Scooby Doo? Washington D.C. Are you? Mm, okay, good point.
0: Yeah, it's not a great name. No, I agree. No,
1: it's 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 not a great punctuation. Well, we things things
0: were different back in the '70s, you know. Yeah, that's true.
1: So. Anyway, so Scooby-Doo Where Are You is the um, is the popular Scoo- – this was the start of the Scooby-Doo uh, franchise. Since then, there has been so many different types of uh, Scooby-Doo shows. Uh, you had Scooby-Doo Where Are You? Then you had the new Scooby-Doo movies, the Scooby-Doo show, and Scooby's All-Star Laugh Olympics, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. Uh, the new Scooby and Scrappy-Doo show, The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, A Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Then, like Chris mentioned, there were a bunch of TV movies and um, direct-to-DVD movies and also some theatrical movies. Then there there was What's New Scooby-Doo, Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, Do Get a Clue, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, Be Cool Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who. There's just been so many different types of iterations of this uh, show. And like I mentioned earlier, that kind of leads to an issue when it comes to continuity because every show basically has their own way of dealing with – characters' backgrounds, their families, which can lead to some confusion. So I'm going to stick straightly with the 1969 series, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, which lasted for uh, three seasons in total, and it ended in uh, 1970. Um, The cast of Scooby-Doo is pretty famous, like I mentioned earlier. You have uh, Daphne and uh, Scooby and Shaggy, Fred and Velma. And um, <clears throat> each of them have their own, like, abilities and, like, quirks about them. Um, a lot of people think that, like, Shaggy's like a
0: stoner. It um, does seem like... They he, even which kind of does that, seem they that way. They play some jokes off that. I yeah. think in the live action, there's a scene where the van opens and smoke comes out. Yeah. They never directly say that, though. No,
1: but um, the guy who voiced uh, Shaggy was uh, Casey Kasem, who was famous for doing his, um, like, Casey Kasem's Top 40 on the radio, and somebody asked him about that and said, "You know, do you think that he's a uh, a pothead?" And he said he never had that idea when he was uh, recording for the the character's voice. So uh, the, the 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 advantages that the Scooby-Doo gang has, like I mentioned, is they're this group of teenagers, and uh, something that they can do is they can get around in a car. Which is much quicker than riding around
0: on bicycles. So, in in my defense, real quick, the sure. Stranger Things crew has gotten around in a car before, but not legally. They stole it. In season two, they took Max's brother's car. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah,
0: were they were they driving it though? I'm pretty sure Max drove it.
1: Oh, that's right, because she did a um like an Indiana Jones Temple of Doom thing. I think she had like blocks on her feet. I thought. Oh, well, it might have been. I Maybe
0: I, I can't remember. I thought that happened. So, are you including Max, by the way, in your gang? <laughs> I was going to say there, there are some like adjunct gang members. Like if I can include Steve Steve yeah. Harrington, that'd be great. He's got that weapon. But if I have to kick stick to like season one kids, then right now, I mean, I'm not incorporating scrappy do I'm just sticking to the main, the main cast here.
1: So they have the mystery machine, which is a huge advantage to, to my, uh, my folks here. They can get around easily. They have Fred who can drive Shaggy, maybe can drive. He's 17. So I'm guessing he's old enough to drive. We just don't know if he has his license. Um, and the mystery machine is always filled with different types of things that they might need, ladders, ropes, uh different types of materials that they might need to set up a trap or whatnot. I
0: mean, they are a mystery-solving gang. It's like in their They name.
1: are. right exactly. Now, um, let's see if I can find this. So online, they basically have a layout of exactly how every single episode of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? uh is exactly the same. <laughs> so... <laughs> What happens is, so there's there's a, there's a couple steps. So the first step is the mystery gang turn up in the mystery machine. They're en route to some kind of function, and something happens, and the car breaks down, or they have to stop for some reason. Um While they're stopped, um, they have to go to an unintended destination. When they go to that unintended destination, they find out that that area is suffering from some kind of a monster problem. Uh, and then the kids, while they're there, volunteer to help out with the case. Young adults. young. Uh, it says kids right here. <laughs> This is Scooby Doo wiki fandom. So, um, so while they're doing the, uh, while they volunteer to do the case, they always split up to cover more ground. Uh, Fred and Velma usually go together, uh, to find clues. Daphne somehow finds danger. Fred and it says Fred and Velma go together. Yeah. It says Fred and Velma finding clues. Oh,
0: okay. Daphne I Fred and Daphne went together.
1: It says, uh, Daphne finds some kind of danger and Shaggy and Scooby go around looking for food. So that could be a hindrance on my on, on two of my people, right there, because Scooby and Shaggy are always going around looking true, for food. True, I mean,
0: but you're going to need food eventually. That's
1: true. I mean, everyone needs food, right? But they're always looking for Scooby snacks because everyone, because everywhere just has a brand that's named after and the yeah, dog's do, name. Do
0: the humans eat dog snacks in that game, that show?
1: Uh, Shaggy did. Shaggy would eat Scooby snacks. It's gross. Are, yeah. They are dog food,
0: right? I mean, I'm assuming so.
1: Hmm. Uh, so, uh, event, eventually they uh, learn that the hmm. purse they have to set up like trap to try to catch the person. So Fred is usually the one who sets up the trap because they find out they have some kind of evidence that they think it is the person who they think it is. So Fred will make some kind of a trap. Uh, The trap usually fails or Scooby and Shaggy like accidentally walk into it. And eventually they do cover up the person and then they pull off the mask and it realize that it was, you know, somebody who was thought to be dead or somebody
0: who had some connection with the beginning of the episode. You missed something important. Go right ahead. There's usually a chase scene where they're simultaneously running from and chasing the monster. Oh, okay. And they go through doors in a hallway and right. they come out doors that they didn't go in. And then they play that one song that goes <laughs> That song. I wonder what that song's called. I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to know, and I can't remember what it's called.
1: So after that, um, the local authorities usually come and arrest the person. They usually thank the Scooby-Doo crew uh, for their help, and then, like you said, it always ends with that person saying, "I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids." And sometimes they'd also add, "And your stupid dog too" at the end of it. So that's basically the layout of a normal Scooby-Doo episode. Now, something I need to I need to mention here. So the original Scooby-Doo. Uh, series Scooby Doo, where are you? Had let's see, seventeen episodes in the first season, plus eight, and then plus nine. So we're talking over thirty episodes, and they solved a crime in every episode.
0: Was it always a crime though, or was some? Sorry, I shouldn't say a
1: crime. They solved the mystery. Okay. In every episode, they solved the mystery.
0: That's true.
1: So their, their track record is pretty they're, good. They're 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 batting a hundred percent here, which even for. You know, someone on the Red Sox or Dodgers right now. I mean, that's unachievable. So that's pretty impressive that they're that they're batting that right there. Um, also, something else that the Scooby-Doo gang has going for them in this iteration of the show. The local authorities like dealing with the this, the, the mystery gang. Whereas in Stranger Things, the local authorities are telling the kids, shut up, go home. We don't want to deal with you. You're making things up. You're seeing things. That's true
0: because that's more realistic. Because they're like 13 years old. <laughs> I mean, you have a 15 year old. That's not too far from a 13 year old. Yeah, but she. I don't know. I never. But thought if, I mean, she was... if you
1: had a guy, if you if you had a guy in a Dracula mask and you took him to the police, like, do you think the police would be like, "Oh my God, like,
0: yes, this is the person we've been looking for"? No. Right. Because that's ridiculous. Right. Here's the thing. Scooby Doo gang, right? Batting a hundred as you said, batting a thousand, whatever you said.
1: I yeah, mean, just said they're, that a
0: they're solving mysteries that anyone could solve. You think so? Then why? They're then how solving, come? How come? Like the easiest mysteries. But A, how come if
1: it's so easy, how come the police in the town incompetent. haven't done it?
0: All law enforcement in Scooby-Doo is incompetent if they can't figure out that like there's not really like a a goblin who lives in this basement. So even
1: the, in every town that they go to, the entire universe of Scooby-Doo Every
0: person in the entire world is just an idiot, I except for these saying five people. Exactly that. <laughs> the universe of Scooby-Doo is inhabited by Complete very idiots. dumb people, with the exception of the Scooby-Doo gang.
1: I think that's an a- unfair judgment.
0: It does seem like a broad stroke. Yes. Now that I say it out loud. <laughs> but I mean, we're talking like. So let's let's take it the other way. Let's say let's say. It's an average, I mean, let's say this is the real world. Scooby-Doo okay. takes place in, you know, Earth. Okay. What are the chances that all the monsters they encounter would would be real? Like, they'll go to one town and they'll be like, oh, there's a ghost. They'll go to another town, a zombie. Another town, a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Another town, a mummy. Another town, uh, some type of, like, um, goblin. There was one uh, that I
1: was reading about where it was like a um, a sea monster. Okay. That would come out of the the water
0: at S- night. So, do you think it's reasonable that they would think all these things are real? who's they the world yes i mean
1: because they're here that, they
0: keep hearing like oh my gosh this town over here they have a werewolf problem oh my god that's crazy say you moved into the i mean you recently moved into a neighborhood yeah right yeah it, it's relatively close to where you live but let's say right. it's you know it's yeah it is it's different. somewhere different right um let's say you heard stories from the neighbors that the the street was haunted and there was a headless horseman that rode down every night okay would you be like oh my gosh there's for sure, a real headless horseman that rides by every night? Or would you be like, that's probably a person in a costume?
1: No, I'd probably believe it because the town that I'm coming from is also having problems too, which is what's happening in the Scooby-Doo world. Every single town you just said is having a problem with some kind of a supernatural being. So say you lived in town A, okay? And town A always had this specter haunting the town, right? And you moved, and you're like, I got to get the heck out of here. And you moved to another town, and this other town... You know, you, you, the first day there, your neighbor says to you, oh, we have this headless horseman that shows up every, you know, Tuesday or something. You probably think, oh, my God, that's definitely true because our town had a specter, you know, and I wanted to get out of there. So now I'm going to move to town C, and now there's a sea monster, right, by the ocean or something. And they're telling you there's a sea monster that shows up. You're like, oh, my God, of course there is because there's a specter over there in my old town. There's also a headless <laughs> horseman over there, too. I think that that would make it so believable.
0: So then you're establishing a universe where there's all these supernatural things, right? Yeah. But then the Scooby-Doo gang is systematically showing them all to be false. So,
1: yeah, uh, they're getting to that point. But at first, everybody is in unison believing that all these things exist. Now, once the Scooby-Doo gang starts – this is also in the 60s. So there's no <laughs> internet. There's no cell phones. I was, was going to say they should just Google it. Right. There's, so, so let's just say, for example, so Town A. Town A is the Spectre. So the Scooby-Doo gang comes up, and they're able to finish it in forty min- in 22 minutes. <laughs> Commercial's an extra, you know, eight yep. minutes or whatnot. Sure. So they're able to solve the problem in 22 minutes, okay? That's great. Now, the way it was in the 60s, no one's going to tweet, you know, hashtag Spectre Solved or go on Facebook posting a picture of the guy all roped up with the mask getting pulled off his head by Fred. So... It's not going to spread like it would today. Now, the next town, eventually, when the Scooby-Doo gang goes over, they're, they're going to know their knowledge from their previous job saying, oh, it's definitely possible that this might not be true because of what we just experienced in the previous town. I don't think you're giving enough credit here to the, uh, to the Scooby-Doo gang's ability. I think you're, you're just assuming that everyone's an idiot because they're not able to figure out that what they see is not real. It was the 60s, man.
0: All right, I I you know, you've raised some good arguments. I just feel like these aren't like you know, great mysteries. They're like cracking the case of.
1: I mean, I will give you that. The mysteries are not the best because every single mystery is the same thing. You're right. And and I just went through how every episode is the same thing. They always Find somebody, and it's someone who they thought was dead or is related to the person, and I mean,
0: they're always trying to scare people away for monetary gain exactly
1: and they are they're always wearing a mask it's kind of like mission impossible like it's an old trope <laughs> it's an old trope of the show that's every single episode ends with them pulling the mask off now that's of the original show I was going to say this, yeah, I haven't watched any of the new show. I was trying to do some research to find some more examples where it's not someone
0: in a mask. I believe in one or both of the live action movies the ones oh how many are have there been more than uh, i know so that's another thing so there were there were two live action films i only know of two and but there were also with like freddie prince junior and yes, uh, and um buffy the vampire slayer
1: yes she she played uh, Velma... um I can't remember so who I was. I believe right
0: in now. those they like they definitely like solved that like a lot of what's happening was like human created, but I think they left like a door open that some of it could have been supernatural.
1: Yeah, cuz like the second one was Scooby-Doo like the Lost Island, or the island, monsters. The one, the one on the island? The one on the island. And if I recall correctly, like I think like was I think Scrappy-Doo was the one causing the problem yes, and that he was is in, correct. he was in like a robot suit or something <laughs> like that?
0: Yeah. I'm trying to find But there was also a supernatural element in that as well. Yes. Scooby
1: Doo Two Monsters Unleashed. That was the uh that was the sequel. And that had uh Scrappy doing it. That one came out in two thousand and uh four. So two years after the original one. Fun fact, uh the guy who uh played Scooby or not Scooby, excuse me, the guy who played Shaggy, he is now voicing
0: Shaggy for the animated show. Good for him. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that'd be considered an upgrade or not, but I mean it's a job. It's, pay, it's paying the bills. Voice acting's tough work, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. Poor Freddie Prince Jr. I'm glad he was able to get out of that and go to bigger and better things.
0: What? He, that was great for his career. I'm just kidding. Scooby-Doo too. Wait, awesome. what were the bigger and better things he, he did? He was in
1: Star Wars Rebels.
0: Oh, wow. So that's...
1: He, he played Kanan.
0: Yeah, but... Uh, Everyone loved Kanan. Do you think that most people would consider that bigger and better things?
1: Yes. If you were able to go from Scooby-Doo to the Star Wars universe, you've made an improvement. But he went life. from
0: live action to voice acting. I don't know. Did he, do you think he got a pay raise or a pay cut? <laughs> you uh, know, you know the answer to that. I don't know. To be honest <laughs> with you,
1: At season one probably a pay cut. Once you get into season four, eh, it might be comparable. Uh, okay. So who knows? All right. So I mean, those are the strengths of the Scooby Gang. They they have the support of the police. The police are like, oh, cool guys. Like, thanks for arresting this person. Like, we really appreciate you doing this. They have a, a mode of transportation. So if there is a The police should
0: really be worried how many mysteries they're involved in. Like, at some point, you got to be like, are they causing these issues? That's a good point. But up to 30 episodes. It would take, like, a
1: smart police person to think of that. That's true. I mean, another another ability that's on their side is that whenever they want to go and try to solve a mystery, they can just go. They're not going to have a parent like the Stranger Things kids saying, oh,
0: kids, school night, like Mike's mom, you guys got to be home. (laughs) That is true. But, since we're onto this now, I'll just tell you how I'm gonna win this unfairly too. Go ahead. So in addition to her powers to pop people's heads and kill them, Eleven can also just go to, uh, the, the upside down, you know, black plane background, whatever that is, that place is called, and just find anyone and figure things out. She, like, she Is uses she, it to... Can she
1: just go to the Upside Down,
0: though? I thought well, she has okay. to go through the in, portal. I'm not talking about the Upside Down. Like, that okay. world she goes in and it's, like, there's, like, the water. shallow water and okay, then the black everywhere. Yeah. What do you call that? I don't know. That's the, when she's in the, the pool. Right, but she doesn't have to be in the pool to go there. Okay. It just helps. Okay. Because that, they used her to find people, like, she in season... She found season Will. Season one, she found Will, yeah. and she found... uh what was the name of that girl who died that everyone barb oh barb, barb too yeah rest in, in peace, season barb. two she goes and she finds i believe her her mom and she finds oh that's right yeah she finds her mom in that little like side quest episode that people don't like she finds episode eight the person <laughs> the there was someone who tortured uh, people at the lab and she finds him oh i remember that yeah so like basically she could solve like any mystery from like her bed or her bathtub worst case scenario
1: that's true only problem is is she also has the United States government after her, so she has to tread very lightly wait
0: why do you say that because the people at
1: Hawkins lab are trying to are still trying to find her uh, why do you think she's living in um
0: hopper's shed? well, I mean because if, if it if word got out about her more people would be looking for her, but like most people at the lab who know about her are dead yeah, but i'm um
1: yeah, I guess that's true, but no, but then think of all the people at the, the resource, the, where she was done, where she was created. Yeah. They're,
0: they're, they're like all
1: dead. All the lab. Wasn't that Hawkins lab? But I thought, it a different place? Remember, I think that was a different place. Cause remember there were other kids too. True. Yeah. They were all in the same, the same place. So there's definitely more people that are involved in this than we're led on to believe. Well, we'll see. So, but I mean, if one member of your group
0: is a fugitive. So I didn't really get the sense that she was like being hunted in season two. In season one, definitely, they're trying to get her back. But, but those people all die at the end of season one. Right. But season I mean, I, two just seems like they're trying to continue uh, their secret, secret shady research and like, not bother anyone.
1: I mean, I definitely think, though, that someone is out there looking for her or else Hopper wouldn't be
0: keeping her. Well, he's doing that so more people don't find out about her.
1: That's true, too. But now if she's walking around blowing up people's heads. Well, that's what she's doing people in are season are gonna, two. People are gonna, right.
0: Now more people she are going to know the about snowball.
1: her. She does go to the snowball. But now more people are going to know about
0: her. Maybe they can keep it secret as long as she doesn't, you know, do weird stuff in public. But that's what you want her to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, she can do it in her, in her in her own house. But what about
1: blowing up people's heads? Like I feel like it's going that to that was hard only
0: to... that was only if they have to fight you.
1: All right, do you want to get to that point now? More to that um, point, or sure. You want to go more about your investigation skills? because no, I, I don't. Your kids aren't going to be able to go I mean, outside after night.
0: They only have bicycles. There's,
1: they're, they're really not going to be able. As long as, as the mystery
0: happens in their hometown, they'll be able to solve it. That's convenient because a well, lot does oh, happen in hot. You're so. you're rich to talk about convenience with Scooby Doo plots. <laughs> convenient. <laughs> All right, so let's go in a let's go in a fight scenario. All right, then. okay. So what's the scenario? They're both solving the same mystery, and they're like, oh, "We want to solve it first. We're gonna fight you."
1: Yeah, because <laughs> they want the credit. Alright. Because The Scooby-Doo kids are going in, going like, yo, we're 30 and 30.
0: We're, that, that's what we're at. We're batting a thousand right now. We don't want to lose to a bunch of kids from Hawkins." In that Indiana. situation, I don't, Eleven is not a murderer. She's not just going to kill you. Like, she kills a lot of people, but they all deserved it. I don't know. If exactly.
1: They, so she's not just going to kill us. No,
0: she's not, but she can like, you know. She's only going to kill us if we do something to anger her or put her life in danger. She can just like lock your doors on your van so you can't get out. She keeps them, she keeps them locked with her mind.
1: Okay. So then we're in the van.
0: Yeah. You can't solve a mystery from a van. We can
1: just drive around then. Oh, you can just roll down our windows. You can drive around. No, she doesn't let you do that either. We can't roll down the windows? Only,
0: Ah. okay, she'd let you roll down the windows like a fourth of the way just for fun. Okay. So you can like have to like look, (laughs) like talk through the top.
1: I feel like we can, we can still communicate with people (laughs) that way.
0: You can, but I mean, it's going to look weird when you pull up to someone and pull uh, the window down a little bit.
1: What's her radius of um, controlling um, that?
0: Based on the show, uh, Unlimited. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I can't think of any limits.
1: I feel like I get to a point where I could drive
0: away and it would just yeah, cuz she has
1: to concentrate on that. She, her,
0: she's going to get a severe nosebleed. She does. Her nose would bleed. She yeah. need a bunch of Kleenex, a bunch of tissues. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's not really going to it's not going to fly. Well, then
0: you have to drive really far from the mystery so you're not going to be able to solve it.
1: Yeah, but then you guys are going to be too occupied helping Eleven because she's going to pass out from all the blood rushing from just her from head. Just keeping
0: some doors locked? No way. You she don't th- think if, so? No. She'd only pass out from like sending you to an alternate dimension. Oh, uh, okay. As long as yeah. she just has to keep your doors locked. She, she's fine. Stuff. She's fine. Especially after her training. Like, so she's not even going to let us get out of the car. Her season two training with uh, number eight. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, all right. So say our doors are locked. All right. All right. Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. van, mystery machine filled with a large array of resources that I've already gone over. They're just going to use a shovel. They're going to break the, door, the window open. Fred's going to be angry because he's going to be like, my insurance, but whatever. He'll just say that an 11-year-old girl locked them in and they had to get out.
0: I'm sure that would work well. I'm sure it, it probably would in the dumb Oh, <laughs> uh, we get this all the time. It must have, Was it a monster 11-year-old girl? <laughs> yeah. So,
1: so, now that, so let's say they break their windows. They're out of the van now. So <laughs> now they got to...
0: They're going to go uh, searching for the mystery here. All right. You're already behind the eight ball. We well, already started looking for the mystery. Why? Because the door was locked? Yeah. You guys were stuck in the van for a little bit. We just had to take a shovel and bang it open. That wasn't your first resort. I mean, I'm sure you tried a while. You tried to, to force it open. Force it open.
1: Yeah. Okay. A little bit. All right. That's fine. That's you fine. You maybe
0: tried to drive far away to be like, is it, this monster holding the door shut?
1: So I have an advantage here.
0: What's that? Scooby-Doo. How's that an advantage? A talking dog uh that is that is gonna make it confirmed that he actually talks in a way that other characters can understand him
1: i think all the characters can understand him okay at least in like i know in like the movies and yeah i'm pretty sure everybody understands him all right yeah continue because it'd be kind of silly to have him talk like that if only one character could understand (laughs) him it's kind of kind of silly anywho dustin is gonna think that is the coolest thing in the world for sure but luckily dustin's dead weight on my team i'd rather him
0: be distracted by scooby-doo <laughs> really you're just gonna toss dustin aside like that absolutely dustin brings nothing to the table i need wow. i need mike he's my leader i need 11 she's my magic powers i need uh lucas because he's tough and he has a slingshot that's true i think lucas
1: would find uh scooby-doo pretty <laughs> cool too though i think i think all of them would well, find scooby-doo I, I mean, very Steve, interesting
0: literally anyone in the world would find a talking dog interesting that's great that's perfect for us but I mean, are we, in a, are we in a universe where a talking dog is is not normal? Because they're probably going to think it was created by Hawkins Lab, and they're going to be like, what is going on now? They're creating talking dogs. We should capture it. They're going to think that's the mystery.
1: No, that's fine, because now they're, they, there's a red herring, and they're going off on the wrong path. <clears throat> so while they're focusing on Scooby-Doo, thinking that he's the mystery, they have to capture
0: him. Well, they Fred. would they would know what the mystery was, right? I mean, like there'd be like a scenario where they're like, "Oh, there's a headless horseman in this town."
1: I was gonna say, so what is it like? Amazing Race? They give him a card, and they're like, all right, you <laughs> That's, solve that's this. what I was wondering." You yeah. solve,
0: and you got to go get this now. Go, possible. Well, there have to be some reason that they're trying to just solve a mystery. You know, I mean,
1: at the end of the day, I mean, if Fred needs to fight Mike or Lucas, yeah, I, like he totally I'm, he totally would, and he would if, totally win
0: unless Steve came to protect them.
1: Now but this is the thing are 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 we going to accept him to come in at this point cuz if you're just oh. going with
0: your gang i'm just going with, he is not part I, of the gang I think i could make a not so great argument that he's part of the gang Go ahead because he always ends up with them like at the end of season 1 he's working with them he sets the traps at uh, Will's house to fight the Demogorgon. In season two, he's like literally with wasn't
1: them. he only there because uh, what's her name was there Nancy. Yeah. Nancy was there.
0: Yeah, but then they break up, and then he's friends with the kids in season two. That's yeah, that's he, season he two. He gives though. Dustin hair advice yes, and does. dating advice. Yeah, he protects them in the house. He gets beat up by Max's brother. Yeah, he takes, <laughs> trying to protect them, he takes some hits. So much so that there's even a meme that they call him like the like a the babysitter. babysitter. Yeah. So he's kind of part of the gang in season 2. I disagree. Definition of babysitter, you are not part of them. Well, well, that's why the it's not a great meme. I mean, he's not That's just like but a funny kind of true, That's though. just that's a funny joke.
1: Kind of what he is. He is kind of like a babysitter. He no, watches they, the kids. They
0: work together. They they bounce plans back and forth. They're like, "Oh, we can go create a distraction for the demon dogs." Demon dogs. And he's like, "No, it's too dangerous." <laughs> that's that's team, that's being in a team right there. I and, don't
1: know. That's not really the definition of a team. <laughs> Uh, that's like if Carson Wentz showed up, you know, a couple
0: games a season to play and he was completely healthy well, the whole time. Steve, no, only, sh- Steve only shows so up a far, couple times. it's a more like times. if Carson Wentz just missed like game one and was there the rest of the season, like in season two.
1: No, but he only shows up when it is convenient to him. He's
0: with the kids for like half of season two.
1: Okay. I, I, I'd say that's fair for half of
0: season two. <laughs> But and the second half, so yeah. But
1: that's only twenty five percent of all of Stranger
0: Things. Well, look, I mean, he's not going to hang out with them all the time. He's much older. He's he's like you know he's in high school. Don't then then he's not part of the gang. If he if he were you to can say be part of the gang and not hang out with the gang every single day. No, but
1: if you were to say you're a different age group than me, I'm not going to hang out with you all the time. That's not really being part of a gang. He has, other, he has other he has other interests.
0: The definition of a gang is not that they spend all their time together. I feel maybe like, it's more like of a gang. Maybe you're, it's more like a club that they, you know, like, he joined it. But he's these, part of it. But he but just doesn't attend are, all the meetings.
1: But all these kids are always together. Like, he's not going to well, go and play. Because they're um, also best friends. He's not going to play Dungeons and Dragons with them. No, no, that's, that, he's, that,
0: he's not best friends with them.
1: That's a big part, too, though, being best friends with somebody. That's someone that you have a relationship with. Like, you're really, really close to. If they can't call him a best friend, I don't know if he's part of the group. No, there's no the rule game. that
0: everyone has to be best friends to be in the gang. I'm not saying they have to be. They g- kind of induct Max into the gang, and she's not best friends with everyone.
1: I would say they become best friends with her. Mm, kind of. Yeah. Not at first, but I would say by the end of season two, they are. She, she is. I would say she is more in the group than Steve is, and she was in the show less uh, than Steve
0: you're was. Just, you're being age biased just because she's closer in age to them. No,
1: it has nothing to do with age bias. It's just what they do together. She does more with that group than Steve does.
0: Wait, that's definitely not true. Steve does way more with that group. You
1: think so? She hardly does anything with them. She's always with them. When they meet her.
0: She does the... She sees
1: them, she sees them as, a, as a way for her to get away from her house, get away from her brother, to escape and be with people that she enjoys being with. has nothing to do with
0: age. She just enjoys being with them. It definitely has to do with age. Cause no. It's ridiculous. Dustin and Lucas both like her too, so they're trying to go after her. So she does like the Demogorgon trap where they're trying to catch Dart and all like a bunch of show up. Uh-huh. She was there. And I th- i forget if Steve was there too. Steve might not have been there with them on that one. I'm not sure. But then like the rest of the season, Steve was with them. Look, and he has a baseball bat with with nails in it. So like if that's I like, had that, that's Fred bringing, has no that's chance. That's where you're bringing him in. Okay, here's the thing. Dustin knows about the bat. He asked Steve. He's like, do you still have your bat? And Steve's like, what bat? Like he doesn't Like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. If if Dustin knew that there was potential trouble, he could ask to borrow the the spike bat from Steve. From Steve, right? Because they're friends. It's an idea because Steve gave him dating advice and hair advice.
1: I would I I I I agree with that. If Dustin asked Steve for the nail bat, he would get it from Steve,
0: and then Fred would be in trouble fighting a nail bat. But do you think Dustin's really going to know how to use it? He's just going to be what? whaling he that just, thing around. Oh, are you doing some type of nerd stereotype that none of them know how to swing a baseball that's bat? That's not what I'm insinuating at all. I think
1: you're the one that's bringing this that up. I never even thought of push that. push
0: comes to shove, Max would probably swing the baseball bat the best of all of them. I agree. I think she would, too.
1: I think Lucas would, too, uh, Lucas. because Lucas yeah. has an ineptibility with uh weapons.
0: Slingshots, at least. Right. <laughs>
1: So that's what he uses to his ability to his uh yeah you know help him out
0: yep so
1: but i mean we have you know you got scooby you, or you so you have shaggy and fred they're 17 years old they're bigger i mean like you said they look oh, they're, like they're adults they're adult men yes so you know they could use um some of the um i guess you could call it weaponry from their car whether it's like a shovel they could use the rope fred is always designing traps he could make up a really quick trap in order to uh Trap them, any of the kids. That oh, is that he what he's used to? the trap for to trap them? Yes, exactly. Oh. It's a new uh, thing he's trying out. <laughs> hey, his traps have worked. Traps. His traps have always worked. Can you give me an example of any of his traps? Um, he'll have like a um like a hole in the ground covered wait, up with wait, leaves. Wait. Are you just making up a trap? I'm sure that happened once. I'm sure show. it happened a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember uh, any of the traps specifically,
0: but are you sure he even made traps?
1: Yes, he did make traps. Okay, I did find because in, in my research that was one of his skills, making traps. So hopefully, since this is happening like on the whim uh, and there is like a fight going on, hopefully Scooby and Shaggy wouldn't be able to set off the trap. But they'd be looking for food. Too right? Busy. You never know.
0: I mean, Adult? Dustin.
1: Dustin might be looking for food too because he he, he's one. <laughs> because he's because Are you doing another fat kid stereotype now? No, because he's not really fat Dustin. No. Dustin likes to help animals. He does. Right. Yeah, he, he fed
0: f- I think a three musketeers to the yes. baby. Demo so player.
1: if he sees a dog that can speak, and that dog says, "I want food," how's that? That's really good. Thank you. If he hears the dog saying, "I want food," he's going to be like, "Oh my god, absolutely! I'm going to help you find food." Who wouldn't? I don't know. I'd be kind of, if I saw a talking dog. I, I don't think I would be like. Trying to help it find food. Why not? I'd be trying to find out, like, why it can talk.
0: Why would you even be concerned about that? In your old neighborhood, there was an expector, and in your current neighborhood, there's a headless horseman. (laughs) Talking dogs are the least of your worries. That's a good point. Exactly. Yeah, maybe (laughs) I would help him find food.
1: But luckily, the Scooby gang, they all know Scooby, so they're not going to be distracted with trying to help him find food. Except for Shaggy. Well,
0: Shaggy's not going to be trying to help him find food. He's He's going to just be looking for food for for himself. Yeah, absolutely. So. You know, I think there's some good points on both sides. I, I, well, I'll let, the, let the people vote.
1: That's usually what we try to achieve here on the Who Would Win cast. Uh, Chris, is there any uh, anything you want to end here? With some I have fun some facts? fun facts.
0: Go for it. All right, let me just pull up my fun facts. I have a fun fact about Stranger Things.
1: <laughs> so what is the name of that song? It's called Yakity Sax. Yakity Sax.
0: So every Scooby-Doo episode. (laughs) I'm not even sure if that was in Scooby-Doo, but it would fit, right? It would absolutely fit. In the scene where they're chasing through the door. they're chasing each other. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I actually do have some real facts other than just playing that song. I have a fun fact about Stranger Things.
1: All right. I got to to see um, Gaten Matarazzo in person.
0: Where'd you see him? Uh, He is from our area. That was one of my facts. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's from from, uh, the South Jersey area.
1: He's from the South Jersey area and he was in a high school production. Right. He did not attend this high school, but they let him uh, be in it. He was not like a like a lead lead. He was just kind of one of the side characters of uh, Cinderella and he was really good in it. And um, afterwards, my sister got a picture with him. I didn't get a chance to, like, I was close to it, but I was like, I'm, you know, I'm older. He's like 13, 14. I, I guess he's older now. He's probably like 15 or 16 at this point, but. Um, he seemed really nice, and it was kind of funny because they told everybody before the play starts, like, nobody clap, nobody hoot and holler, like, for anybody. Don't, like, you, not, don't they, yell they didn't Dustin even, out loud. They didn't even say his name. They just said, please do not hoot and holler for any of the cast members. Like, please let them focus. So, I mean, everyone knew what they were uh, um, talking about, but when he first came out on, on stage, like, it was, like, just so quiet. Like, you could hear a pin drop because everyone's like, oh, my God, there he is, there
0: he is. Right there.
1: <laughs> so that was kind of cool that I got to see him in person.
0: So, do you want to guess the episode budget in season one or season two for Stranger Things?
1: So, season one is probably a lot lower than season two. It's a little lower. Uh, season one, so 10 million an episode is like Game of Thrones level. So, I'm Correct. guessing it's a lot lower than that. So, I'm going to say like 1 million an episode in season one.
0: That's what I would have guessed. Apparently, Netflix had a lot of faith in it. Six million dollars an episode wow. season Wow. Bumped it up to eight for season two, which, it as really, you said, is only two million dollars shy of a, of a Game of Thrones.
1: Wow! So, so for season three, they they're probably giving it Game of Thrones level, like at they least might? they're at least giving it ten that's, million. Yeah, episode. that's crazy. Wow, six million dollars an episode they gave it for season one. Yeah, that, that is a lot. I feel like they could have done it for less because there's really not yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like, know
0: what that money went towards. I mean, like there's really good music. Like, everything's really good. good. Everything's Everything's really good. But I just don't know if it's $6 million. It's good. There's not a lot of CGI. I don't think so. No. The Demogorgon, I guess, was all... Well, I don't even know, actually, because I think they had a a costume for the Demogorgon. Yeah, I think there was some... um, Yeah, it must have been some CGI. Some CGI. I guess it's just production value, because the production value, it just looks real. Unless they built, like, the whole town of Hawkins. I know
1: they did film at a real school. Okay. I did know that. So, huh, interesting.
0: Um, Do you remember that in the beginning of season one... Uh, Hopper lives in a trailer. Yes. That cost the art department $1 to buy, allegedly. A trailer, really? Yeah. So where's the other, uh,
1: you know, $5 million, uh, $500 million, whatever it is, yeah, exactly. episode. Um,
0: At the time of uh, original f- filming season one, we were doing it wider. Admittedly, like, didn't know a lot about technology and didn't know what streaming was. Wow. So... Was a, it was like, a Netflix show. She so. was
1: like, "When can I sit down on my couch and watch this television show?" Uh,
0: I think that's my that's my fun facts. Do you have anything uh, any fun facts or anything?
1: Um, so there is a song by Frank Sinatra called "Strangers in the Night."
0: Oh, I know, where, I know, I know where this is going.
1: And there is a part of the song, and I want to make sure I get it completely correct.
0: I could play it real quick for you.
1: That would be great. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right i got it thank you you're welcome so there's a part of this song if we get sued for using that we won't we got nothing um so there's a, a part of the song where it says doobie dooby do and the creator of the show liked that so much and he actually thought that it was actually scooby do be do that's what he actually thought it was so he thought that scooby would be a great name for the uh, so the they, named, name. him misheard they m- named him after miss heard lyrics they named him after miss heard frank sinatra lyrics wow so we can thank frank sinatra for saying dooby be, dooby be, do and the executive at cbs hearing scooby doobie do so that the, is crazy yep uh, Frank Welker is one of the voices on the show. He's, he voices um, Scooby-Doo. He also, or excuse me, uh, Fred in Scooby-Doo. That's who he was the voice of. He's most famous for doing like Megatron in the Transformers television show and also in the, uh, the movies, except the first one, because the first one had Hugo Weaving for uh, some re- weird reason. Uh, some people think that uh, Scrappy-Doo is a bad role model. He is. Because he's always just messing around, fooling around. He has anger Um, issues. Yeah, absolutely. And also, to add on, uh, you were talking about the Scooby-Doo movies earlier. So there was one in 2002. There was one in 2004. That was Monsters Unleashed. Uh, They were going to have another sequel, but they ended up uh, canceling that one. Because the first two really did not do that well. Aww. So, in 2009, there was one called Scooby-Doo The Mystery Begins, which aired on Cartoon Network. It was the 40th anniversary of Scooby-Doo, and it was basically an origin story of how they all met each other. Ooh. Yeah. like that a lot, I'm sure. Uh, in 2010, there was um, <laughs> Scooby-Doo Curse of the Lake Monster, which was also aired on Cartoon Network. And this year, 2018... There was a direct-to-DVD, uh, Daphne and Velma movie that
0: was released. Like named main Scooby-Doo canon or like adults-only version or what are we talking about?
1: It's, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know if you can consider it canon because what is canon in the Scooby-Doo <laughs> universe, but it's Daphne and Velma and it's just the two of them investigating crimes.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Is
1: it is it live action? It's live action. Oh. Yes, it's live action. Do so you know who she, the actresses are? They are portrayed by...
0: Did it come out already? Yes, it
1: came out in March. So um, a girl named Sarah Jeffrey plays Daphne Blake. Uh, she was on Disney Channel's uh, television show called The Descendants. The Disney Channel movie, I should say, called The Descendants. Um, and then the other girl's name, Sarah Gilman, who plays Velma. So you have two... Um, Never heard of them. Disney character. Disney act, people. Disney people. And, um,
0: if we ever do another episode where the loser has to make this other person watch a movie, I'm going to pick that for you're gonna you. You're
1: going to pick uh, Velma and Daphne? <laughs> It doesn't look good. I'm just
0: kidding. I'm not going to pick that.
1: Uh, I'm fine with that because it has positively, Mm -hmm. it has positive reviews and it was praised as strong female characters in the film. Currently has a Rotten tomato score of 36. So I guess some people liked it. Other people did not. 4.3 on IMDb as of September, 2018. Not great. So not great, but that's what you're looking at. So, anywho, so I hope everyone enjoyed this um, special, you know, Halloween edition. Yeah, have a great Halloween. Absolutely. Be safe out there. Before we go, um, I just wanted to do a little plug for our own show because uh, we like to do Halloween, or not just Halloween-themed, but holiday-themed episodes. And over the course of our two years that we've been doing this podcast, we've had a whole bunch of different Halloween episodes. So, I'm going to put some links in the show notes for other ones that you can uh, more than welcome to check out if you'd like to. Um, some of the ones that we did, we, we had who would win Halloween party games, which was kind of fun. So we had three, we had four people. Um, and what they did was they had a pitch who would win different games at a Halloween party. So, um, you know, have a bobbing for apples costume contest, those different types of things. Uh, we also had who would win a zombie apocalypse, which is a very infamous episode. This, this, this episode is under, um, challenge this because um that episode dealt with chris and i both trying to see who has a better plan to survive a zombie apocalypse and i made
0: up a lot of things he straight up lied like straight up lied it was all for the votes to win a large part of his argument hinged on the fact that he had access to a boat that he does not (laughs) in fact have access to in real life (laughs) i do have a kayak
1: (laughs) that constitutes a boat um and then also we had um who would win the Monsters Incorporated all-time scare record, which we did, and that was between a Dementor and a Ringwraith, both scary... Um,
0: was I in that episode? You were not in that episode. Okay. Who did
1: it? No. That was with uh, Nick, my friend's Nick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nick was in that episode. So that was two years ago, and then last year's Halloween episode... Do you remember last year's Halloween episode? Um, No, not at all. We did... Um, well, we had Pennywise versus Joker. Okay. That one was a lot of fun. I like that one. We had Ghostbusters versus Pac-Man ghosts. Oh, that was a good one. That one's fun, too. We had two Halloween? We had three. Oh, yeah. And then we have who would win in designing the best haunted house, Michael Bay versus Edgar Wright.
0: Oh, that one's really good. That one's good, I too. might listen to that one
1: later. <laughs> so just some shameless plugs here from us uh, for our own show, but definitely check out some of those episodes if you have not done so already. Or you know, tweet at some, uh, some of your friends. I think I had Michael Bay. And, you had Michael Bay spoiler yeah. alert. The house explodes. <laughs> the house explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Mine included a lot of alcohol, uh, just like Edgar Wright always does and those ice cream and the Cornettos. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, sh- share them with a friend, uh, have someone listen to them We're trying to get the fan base growing here. Um, if you have not done so already, please make sure you leave us a review on iTunes because you will get a fictional background if you leave us one. And we haven't had a new one in a while. So we would
0: really look forward to, um, someone doing that.
1: Chris, anything you want to add before we head out today?
0: Just want to wish everyone a fun Halloween, if you're doing anything. Absolutely. Any, any parties, if you got a costume.
1: Tweet at us. I'd love uh, to see uh, what everyone's dressing up as this year.
0: I got a costume for my baby, Lucy. Was she dressed? Oh, it's, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. You'll see later. All right. We, we can talk about it in the
1: next episode. I like it. I don't know what I'm going to dress up. I don't know. I have no plans to dress up for anything. Tonight, we are going to a Halloween party. Yeah, but I'm not going to dress and up. And I'm not going to dress it's up It's going to be like 20 degrees. It's now. supposed to be raining here, too. <laughs> and it's all outside, so... Yeah. I'm just gonna wear a jacket. <laughs> you could be that guy, Maybe be jacket a, guy. I have a um, a jacket from the sports team I was on when I was in high school, so I could be like a coach. For there that you or go, perfect.
0: perfect, perfect, absolutely, Coach Steve. Well.
1: That's it. All right. So as always, please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show for the Who Would Win cast. This has been Steve, and this has been Chris, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs> The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.